G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, three months after Typhoon Haiyan hit the Philippines, World Vision's been working very hard. They've assisted literally hundreds of thousands of people with food, shelter and hygiene relief packs. Let's get an update three months on from Typhoon Haiyan in the Philippines. Cecile LaGuardia is joining us. Hello, Cecile. Hello. Thank you for having me. Cecile, whereabouts are you at this moment? I am currently in Cebu, but I was uh, I have visited Tacloban last week, and that's the hardest hit part of the country by Haiyan. Cecile, you're working with World Vision. How has this past ninety days, if we talk about three months after Typhoon Haiyan, how has this past ninety days unfolded? What sort of things have you been involved in doing to support the people? Well, after three months, World Vision was able to support over 680,000 people in terms of emergency relief. And currently, we're transitioning, moving towards uh, recovery work, helping communities and shelters, livelihoods, and education after the emergency. So the initial response was just to help people with food and shelter uh, to make sure that they're fed. Yeah. But there's a new phase that's about to begin, and that is helping families get back into uh, farming and business and family life, getting back to what we might call normal. Yeah, that's, that's right. And I think this is the toughest part of the response, um, helping people move on and, you know, try to rebuild their lives. And it will be, we anticipate that it's a very challenging task, but we're also hopeful because many of the Filipino families are just helping themselves. So World Vision is going in to complement their efforts. Now, let me talk about the scale of what World Vision is working with. There's been 60 of the hardest-hit villages where you've been mostly at work. Uh, describe how those villages are starting to come back to life. Yes. Um, World Vision is actually working on seven provinces hit by Haiyan, and that's over 400 villages. It's enormous, you know, thinking, imagining that over 30 million people were affected. So the scale is really huge for everyone to imagine. Even for us in World Vision, who's been working for so long in emergencies. I guess one of the most rewarding groups to work with in the recovery has been the children. Uh, you've been working particularly uh, with uh, tens of thousands of children to try and get some normality back into their lives. Are you seeing those smiling faces return? Yeah, it's so, you know, it's so touching, you know. After we've opened up over, I think we've set up over 20, uh, 60 child-friendly 
the centers and now they're being converted. Some of them are now being used as temporary schools and we're able to, you know, at over 24,000 children were able to attend those activities and it's so heartwarming that we are able to bring the, those smiles of the children back again. The I know that the challenges they've been, the, the psychologi psychological trauma that they've gone through was difficult, but, you know, being able to see them smiling again in CFS makes this job really, really worth it. And the ongoing work, Cecile, sometimes after a disaster like that, other disasters can almost take some priority and take people's attention off uh, what's happened. Has there been continued uh, focus on uh, getting the uh, villages there in the Philippines back working? And is there a continued focus on support for the work that you're doing? Well, we're really grateful. You know, as a Filipino person, we... We're really grateful of the international international support that's being provided to the national government. And we can see that trickling down all the way to the villages. So um, support is still here and we really need, I can see that we really need that support, not just in the coming months, but even in the coming years. We know that the road ahead is difficult and you know, organizations like World Vision will be much needed for these communities to be able to recover and eventually rebuild their lives. And Cecile, I guess there are many communities that are still in grief because they lost loved ones, not just possessions, but they've lost family members and close friends. And I guess there's a big recovery to go on when it comes to just being caring for one another in those villages. Uh, that's the toughest part, actually. I talked to one, you know, woman last week who lost four members of her family, and I thought I already heard all the sad stories, but hers is really difficult to hear. She lost her. She thought that the entire family thought that it's just another typhoon, so they didn't move because their house is concrete but it's close to the shores, you know, in Saklovan. And then when the waves came and they described it as higher than a two-story building, they were horrified and realized quite too late that this typhoon is different. And, you know, they ended up being swept away by the waves and she was holding on to a coconut tree and she saw for herself how their house was run by a ship who went ashore along with seven other ships. So, well, you know, you know even if I'm in the Philippines and I witnessed a lot of typhoons, well, if you hear this kind of stories and this one's even the strongest, it's really difficult to hear and I can't imagine how how people will, you know, recover from the experience. I think they need more psychological support and, you know, people going there, you know, making sure that they are heard and, you know, they can share their stories and they learn their lessons. Well, I think that's already a big thing. And knowing that, you know, people even from other countries come all the way to provide their support. I think people are really, really grateful and 
for this one community, I have no doubt that they will eventually recover, you know, no matter how long, because people are very positive. You, you can just, you know, be inspired by that kind of, you know, um, that kind of thought that people are, you know, positive. They have just have to move on because of their families and because, you know, their children count on them. It certainly has been traumatic and we are encouraged uh, that people are remaining positive and knowing that they've got all of those issues to work through. Not only the the grief of losing property but the grief of losing loved ones and having been traumatised by such an experience. Uh, Cecile, I'll point people to the World Vision website because undoubtedly more support is going to be needed over the coming times. www.worldvision.com dot com dot au cecile laguardia is in the philippines in cebu and cecile i just want to say thank you so much for joining us today on 2020 thank you very much like what you've just heard there's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au and remember vision is listener supported your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life learn more or donate today at vision.org.au